Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Central Texas Events and a very big event. And the life of the city of Waco is coming up very soon, March 1st. And I have Jeff Oresti here with me, who is kind of the founder (laughs) of the Jacob de Cordova Society, which has really is a very new thing. Started in January, just about. It's been very exciting. It came together very quickly. uh, (laughs) And the story of Jacob... The Cordova is pretty exciting to to tell, and well, here we are. He is the he is really the person that's credited with being the surveyor who platted out the city of Waco. If you want to find a Founders Day founder, it'd be Jacob. Jacob worked with George Erath, uh, hired him as the person who had really seen and surveyed quite a bit of this area, and then he, Jacob went out and cleared land titles, made the first official map of uh, Texas back in 1849, which was uh, very important for the entire state and uh, did so much more. Uh, But he loved Waco. He loved Waco. He called Waco my beautiful daughter. And Waco is about to celebrate 175 years. And that is coming up on March 1st. So there are some things planned in this short period of time, this little society has pulled it together. Well, we were lucky enough to speak with the city council mm-hmm. and the mayor. And just this past week, they uh, issued a proclamation declaring March 1st the actual day to celebrate the 175th anniversary of the founding of Waco. And awesome. so we'll be over at the Cambria Hotel. And one of the wonderful artists that Waco has, and there are so many incredible uh, and talented creatives here in Waco. We were fortunate enough to meet with Roy De Romero, who has done quite a bit of work on uh, the sto- telling the story of Jacob through his art. Yeah, what, what kind of prompted his passion for that? Do you know? The way he's described it to me is that uh, as he grew up, he did not know anything about Jacob. Mm-hmm. And when he got to about age 50, he said he heard and learned about the story of Jacob de Cordero, and he became inspired to tell the story and to go to all the different places that Jacob had been to and had seen, which really gave Jacob the feeling of love for the city, and he started painting them, mm-hmm. uh, and beautiful paintings. Uh, so we reached out to Roy, and last year in October, we held an event at my next-door neighbor's house, Linda Morris, uh, and so many people showed up. I had no idea. Roy is known, yeah. um, and he is, his paintings are loved. And so to have, we had about 15 or so paintings around uh, Linda's house, 
and the uh, expression of love for the city and for Roy's work was pretty palpable. And so we're doing it again with a few more paintings at the Conbury Hotel. This and is a, an art reception that will be from four to six on the first. On the first. Mm -hmm. And so. Is this a free event, a ticketed event? It's a free event. You, We have tickets so that we can actually get people involved in celebrating Waco's history. Yeah. One of the things that the city council and the mayor really want to celebrate is this incredible history that Waco has and get that message out to the world. Really let people know what Jacob felt about this city. Yeah. It's beautiful. The history is wonderful. So let's emphasize that and get that story out. So we are going to create a way in which young people in particular, but certainly everybody who wants to participate as a member of the Jacob de Cordova Society to become ambassadors and get the word out. And uh, so we have a film in the making, we may have a play in the making, but it all depends upon the Music, I mean, there are lots of creatives have kind of glommed on, uh, that's my, maybe not the right term, but, but really see the excitement in such a project. You know, and want to be a part of it. You know? That's the neat part about this, yeah. is that for somebody like myself, my wife and I moved here only a couple of years ago. Uh, and so to get involved with a story because we uh, have a background that is similar in some respects to Jacob's background. Um, and so I just started researching it and then one thing led to another. But when we had this event at Linda's house and all the people who showed up, it was pretty clear that there was a love to uh, tell that story yeah. and to really express uh, a way to remember what Jacob did. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting because he was so integral to the founding of Waco that that in, in Waco, there's not a lot of Jacob de Cordova things around town. You know, I, there's Jacob's ladder at Cameron Park. I'm not sure yet if that's really related to him or not. I mean, there surely there's somebody that knows. Uh, but I know down in Wimberley, there is a, a natural um, formation, a well in the spring water called Jacob's Well, and they have honored him. That is for Jacob de Cordova. In fact, we went to Wimberley in doing the film because the original gravestone mm -hmm. that he was buried under, uh, and then he was moved and he and his wife, Rachel, were moved uh, to the state cemetery, but right. the original gravestones were sort of lost and then found again. And now they're in a museum in Wimberley and there's a Jacob de Cordova street, there's a Rachel street. And so we went there and uh, Wimberley really does celebrate uh, his memory. Yeah, and yeah. now's the chance for Waco to do the same. <laughs> really? Yeah, we kind of need to get on board. But as you say, he was important to the entire state because of the millions of acres that he you know, was involved in. Well, what happened was this area, Waco, of course, uh, being the site of the uh, Native American population that Correct. was here, and of course the city itself is named after that mm -hmm. original uh, Native American population. Well, they knew this was a wonderful location on the Brazos River. It was yeah. a very fertile territory and so forth. So uh, that was all there. Uh, the uh, Neil McLennan, you know, owned a lot of property around this area. Mm -hmm. uh, George Erath had surveyed the area back in, I believe it was around 1838. But some of the problems that occurred as Texas was becoming a state was that there were several different sources of land titles. Right. So nobody could get clear land title and 
uh, Jacob and his half-brother Phineas became experts in clearing title to land, which back in that time was a significant uh, obstacle to overcome. Yeah. In addition to that, they surveyed the state. Uh, Jacob's family had been in the printing business, so he had one point because he was a very sick man. Uh, today we would call it tuberculosis, mm. uh, and he lived with that his entire life. Really? But during some period of time in his life when he was in Philadelphia, he learned how to become a printer. And so printing became his innovative way to uh, be able to not only print the first maps that he did of the state of Texas, but then once he began attracting people to come and buy land and give notes for lands and so forth, uh, he was able to then uh, publish a guidebook, who was able to publish uh, newsletters so that immigrants who did come here based on his selling the state of Texas, mm -hmm. they would have a not only a reason to come, but they would have opportunity that, that they could explore. Mm -hmm. Well, it's an open invitation for uh, everyone to come and help celebrate the 175th anniversary of the founding of Waco at the Cambria Hotel, which is on University Park's Drive, beautiful hotel. And uh, there's going to be food and all kinds of wonderful music. Uh, Frank Exum, who is a wonderful classical guitarist, which I think is going to set such a beautiful tone with the wonderful artwork uh, that we will be seeing there by Roy De Romero. And um, of course, it's an open invitation as well for people to join the Jacob de Cordova Society. During the course of this year, one of the things that the city council plans to do is to use the entire year as a celebratory yeah. year. Oh, they need and, banners. They need, a, yeah, 175th. Corsicana did it. I mean, they had all kinds of things in that city celebrating their 175th, which was last year. And we have a documentary that we are doing that will be premiered in October. Mm -hmm. We'll have a clip that we'll show. Now, this is pretty exciting because you're going back to a period of time in the 1840s where there's really not a lot of photographs or pictures. You're really going right. through a lot of... Yeah, how do, how do you do a, a visual documentary on that? And the animation that is available today it's is so awesome. powerful. It is awesome. And we were fortunate enough uh, to work with Ken Rogers, who is uh, just retired from teaching filmmaking at McCallum High School in Austin, Texas, where he was uh, a leading teacher in film for 17 years. Mm -hmm. And Ken had retired. I had done some work with him in Africa uh, on filmmaking and teaching. And he agreed to do the film. And he began working with some of his former students. Yeah. Uh, and we're even reaching out to students here because we would really like to get some of the students in Waco actively involved uh, with the film. And now there's the possibility even of doing more than that with music and a play that will go along with it. So during this time that we'll get together at the Cambria, we'll be reaching out to the youth of the community mm -hmm. and asking them to become uh, active in ways to learn about the founding of Waco, its history, then hopefully inspire uh, a desire to study the Waco history oh, yeah. beyond the founding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and the next day, the second, is the big block party that Rogue Media uh, is, is putting on. This is going to be at Southern Roots Brewery, and we'll have a presence there as well. Folks can learn more about the society at that time as well in the morning, I understand. Well, 
be on the stage at 1130. The proclamation will be read again. Uh -huh. And uh, Southern Roots Brewery has been kind enough oh, they're to, awesome. to create a founder's beer for that particular day. <laughs> okay. So we will uh, have the chance not yeah. only to uh, celebrate again, but also reach out to the youth of the community mm -hmm. uh, to get them actively involved with yeah, our project. Course, you're not too recent a transplant to Texas. March 2nd is very important as well because it is Texas Independence Day. So here, Waco's founding is just butted up right next to Independence Day, which is really, it's great. The convergence of the opportunities <laughs> are, are uh, just a gift. Well, but my hat's off to you and I have to thank you publicly for all you have done to help make this happen. I hear you have come to Waco recently and got interested in Jacob um, really through your commonality in your religion and you and I have just really had the heart and the passion to see this come about and and I'm just thrilled to play a small part in all this. Well, the neat part about this is that when you're new to a city and you get a chance to work on a project that so many people have had a heart in before yeah. I ever got here. Yeah. And then the momentum really was already there and it just stopped for a moment in time. We had all the issues of COVID yeah, and everybody, right. you know, had to sort of take a step back. Mm -hmm. But then to see the passion reignited and be in the middle of it uh, was a gift to myself, my wife and our family. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Our daughter is here. That's the reason uh, we came here right, to be with right. our grandchildren. And, She's a physician uh, here. And yeah, and yeah, as I say, those those grandkids are a pretty powerful draw. Absolutely. <laughs> but we're we're so glad that you, you came and are a part of preserving history. You know, this part of Waco history is so important. Uh, again, this is going to be um, on Friday, March 1st at the Cambria Hotel there on University Parks Drive, uh, four to six. You can, you can, I guess, go to the Facebook page. There is a Jacob de Cordova Facebook page and you can follow and get more information there as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be just the kickoff. I, I look at it as the kickoff of a year long celebration of Waco. This is a wonderful city. It has a lot to be proud of. Yeah. And this is a chance for the youth to really tell the story. Um, that's really been the, uh, the point of this all. As we are working with new technology and a lot of people are concerned about what the future holds, uh, Jacob was a man that reached out and was very inclusive. He gave lots of land away to the public, to churches, to educational uh, organizations. Yeah. And he demonstrated by his actions that he wanted to bring a community together. Mm -hmm. And this is a chance to uh, not only respect his contributions, but to reinvent those contributions in today's world. Well, it's just a great way to honor, uh, honor him in all this. Thank you, Jeff, so much. And I hope to see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. The 1st of March, Friday evening, 4 to 6 at the Cambria Hotel. Be there. And we'll see you again next time on Central Texas Events. Bye-bye. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder is part of the Rogue Media family. Be sure to check out our other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate this show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.